joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click on the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. You will not be disappointed. I guarantee you that. Tonight, we're going to talk about Biden and how this administration is trying to change the narrative of this disastrous pullout from Afghanistan and 2021, almost two years ago. They're now trying to blame the Trump administration. Last week, John Kirby appeared before the White House press corps. He's a National Security Council spokesperson. And he decided, well, he didn't decide, but the Biden administration had behind the scene had done their own investigation on what happened that fateful day, August 30th, 2021, where 13 U.S. service members lost their lives. Hundreds of Afghanistan soldiers were killed following an ISIS suicide bomb. So John Kirby proceeds to talk to the press corps and say that the Biden administration did everything possible to make this removal from Afghanistan as smooth as it could be. And that they're proud of what they did. And ending this 20-year war that George Bush Jr. got us involved in. Now, needless to say, the reporters who were there were stunned. They were shocked because they thought that Biden was going to take responsibility for so sloppily leaving Afghanistan. Now, mind you, the Trump administration had laid out a plan of withdrawal before Trump left the office. Well, I don't want to say he left the office, but before the Democrat cabal stole the 2020 election, gave it to incompetent Joe Biden, they went in in that January and saw Trump's the Trump team's plan to withdraw from Afghanistan because Trump has always said, we need to get out of Afghanistan. We shouldn't be there. So they took his plan and dismissed it and tried to create their own plan. And even with that, according to Mark Miley, the Secretary of Defense, no, he's chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, and Lord Austin, the Secretary of Defense, they cautioned Biden that the plan that his administration had developed was insufficient, and that if they moved on that plan, Afghanistan would fall, and the 20 years of work that they had put toward Afghanistan, propping them up and making certain that terrorist groups wouldn't come in, it would be for naught, because the terrorist group would come in. But because of Biden's arrogance and his incompetence and the incompetence of his administration, the people and women and men around him, 
they decided on their own, oh, forget about that. We're going to do our own thing because we know what's best. And the other thing that they were looking at, the other underlying factor here, was that they were hoping that with a swift withdrawal on August 30th, 2021, Biden would be able to go in on the anniversary of 9-11 and say, it is finished, it's over. Look at what I've done. But it didn't happen that way. It was a disastrous withdrawal. 13 soldiers were killed. Hundreds of Afghanistan soldiers were killed. Afghanistan individuals were killed. Their lives were taken. And when you look back on that day, that fateful day, we saw men, women, and children running toward an airplane trying to get out of Afghanistan for their dear life. We saw people trying to clutch onto this airplane as it was going down the runway, trying to get out. We saw moms throwing their babies up saying, hey, if you can't take me, take my child. I don't want my child staying behind because we know what's going to happen. Once America's troops are out of here, it will be complete chaos. But Biden didn't care. The warning that he had received from his generals, he did not care. His whole thing was, I'm going to get out of here. And you know what? When I do get out rather sloppily, the media has my back. And you know what? They had his back. Because we saw the images. We saw the pictures. It was a disastrous utter failure leaving this place. We left behind ammunition, weapons, the whole kit and caboodle, we just left it there just to get out so that Biden would have a victory moment on 9-11, the anniversary. And as I said, the media gave him cover. Now fast forward now, some years later, they, they now want questions. They're now questioning him. Well, sir, the withdrawal was horrible, one reporter said. So how can you say that it was successful? And why are you trying to blame your predecessor? This was your fault. Now, it's interesting that the media now wants to hold Biden accountable. Whereas when this happened... They were telling us there's nothing to see here. Move on. They wanted to move on to the next order of business. They didn't even want to recognize 9-11. The ceremonial services that take place every year around that time. They told everyone there's nothing to see here. Biden did it. He got out. When we saw that that wasn't the case, we saw the images on TV. We saw people trying to grab hold to that airplane as it was going down the runway. We saw people crying. We saw people screaming. And as I said, 13 soldiers lost their lives. It didn't have to happen. And at that point, the media should have held Biden responsible. But they didn't. They chose not to. Now, some years later, they're sitting in a press room and they want to question John Kirby, John Kirby, who just lied. 
And then when he started getting hit with these questions, peppered with these questions, who did he blame? Oh, Donald Trump. We got to blame him because that administration, they left us with no recourse. We, we didn't know how to get out. What do you mean? Even if they didn't leave you with anything, you should have, that administration should have developed a plan to leave, to evacuate, so that lives would not have been lost. Well, some would say that people are going to die regardless. We get it. But 13 soldiers, 13 of our men and women, their lives perished. Was it in vain? And then when their bodies were brought back, and they were unloading the bodies off the airplane, Joe and Jill were there waiting for the bodies, which is customary. Joe couldn't be busy. He was busy looking at his time and wondering, oh, wait, it is, it's my noon nap. Uh, it's time for me to nap. It's time for my milk and cookies. Hurry up, rush, just get this thing over with. So how do you think the families felt watching Joe sitting on that tarmac or standing on the tarmac, being busy with everything else as opposed to a moment of silence and looking and watching those 13 soldiers their bodies removed from the airplane and then onward to the final resting place. He's busy looking at his watch. He can't be bothered. And then when he met with the families of the deceased, those soldiers, what does Joe do? He brings up the death of his son, Bo Biden. And it's most unfortunate Bo died of cancer brain cancer. But Joe, it was your moment. It was their moment. It was your responsibility when you met with them to listen to what they had to say, to console them. But he couldn't do it. He went to his bag of tricks and threw out, well, I, you know, my son Bo died. And this, when he tells the story, he's always changing how Bo died. Once he said Bo died in the army, Bo died during active duty. It all lies. But he's not called out on it. The same way the media didn't call him out. Some years ago, back in 2021, from that disastrous pullout from Afghanistan, they should have called him out then, but they didn't. And when he brings up the story about Bo, they don't call them out. But now, they want to call him out and say, well, no, this was your fault, Joe Biden, resident Biden. This was your fault. That disastrous pullout was your fault. It had nothing to do with Trump. But you know, Joe felt comfortable using Trump's name, this administration, because they know we can put attached Trump's name to anything and people will go psycho. They will believe it. And that's one of the faults of the conservative Republican Party because they have allowed the media to change the narrative so that whenever they mention Trump's name, it's like a lightning rod. It is a lightning rod. So no matter, even if the truth is being spoken, you throw Trump's name out there and that, that's it. And it should not be that way because Donald Trump was one of the best, if not the best president we've ever had. When Trump was in office, there were no wars. We were respected. The economy was moving at a fast pace. We were at the top. Now we're at the bottom. But see, the media was able to successfully use Trump's name the same way they're doing it now. Trump is the fault, the reason for this. Anything that goes wrong is Trump's fault. The economy is wrong, Trump's fault. Supply chain problem, Trump's fault. China and Russia meeting together to take over the world, oh, that's Trump's fault. 
the war in Ukraine, oh, that's Trump's fault. When China finally decides to go into Taiwan, oh, that's Trump's fault also. All the criminy that we have going on in the world, in, in here in the United States, oh, that's Trump's fault also. The media has successfully been able to co-opt Trump's all the good that he's done and then turn it against him and against the American people to make it think that it is his fault for all the travails in society. And it couldn't be any more than a lie. It's not truthful. So when John Kirby goes out there and went before the reporters and said, well, we did the best we could. And yeah, there were 13 soldiers that lost their lives, but it wasn't our fault. It was Trump's fault. Now the media wants to push back. Now the media wants the truth. Now the media wants to say, oh, no. You should be held accountable for this, Mr. President. And if I may add, when John Kirby was out speaking before these reporters in the White House briefing room, where was Joe? Well, Joe was out back secretly trying to leave the White House to go on vacation. The man is always on vacation. Even when he's not on vacation, he's on vacation. Look at his eyes. And we're yet to have that cognitive test to see if he's fit to serve. Well, we all know that he's not fit to serve, but the media, they won't call him out. They won't say anything about that. They'll pretend as if though he's fit to serve. He's okay. Let's just leave him alone. Really? And that's the reason why we're in the situation we're in right now. That's the reason why we left Afghanistan with our tail between our legs. That is the reason why Putin saw this and said, hey, if they're going to do that, I'm going to go right into Ukraine. What are they going to do to me? So far, nothing. That is the reason why we're not respected because the media decided to play tiddlywinks with Joe and we're going to cover for him every step of the way. Every time he does something, we're going to give him cover. We're not going to call it out. So do you actually think that John Kirby was going to come forth and take responsibility or allow this administration to take responsibility for a disastrous pullout of Afghanistan? Oh, no way. Absolutely not. And this report that they were reporting on saying that they did everything they could do, the Biden administration, this has been in the works for some time. They have been putting these lies together. Talk about a big lie. This is a lie. Talk about something that he should get impeached on, among other things, of course. This is one of those things. Joe Biden should be impeached for lying to the American people about the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan. They take responsibility for nothing. Oh, it's all Trump, Trump. Dude, you're in office now. You got to stop blaming him. I remember when Trump took office in 2020, and shortly thereafter, the economy started going down, and Trump said, well, you know, it's not my fault. You know, it's the failed policies of Obama. And he was partially right, because Trump had just gotten into office. I think it was in uh, that January when it was sworn in. And the media so eloquently said, oh, no, you can't blame him. You're, you're at the helm now. you got to blame yourself. And I agreed. I'm like, no, granted, he had just been sworn in and things started to go downhill. But I'm like, OK, technically, it's still the past administration's policies. But if they want to blame him, fine. But the moment the economy started going up, what did they come out and say? Oh, he can't take responsibility. That's Obama's uh, policies that are now coming into play. No way it was not. Obama was in, in office for eight years, and he was a failure, a complete failure. So fast forward, Joe Biden, the exact same thing. He should take responsibility for his failures. 
He should take responsibility for what he has done. He should take responsibility for the disastrous pullout from Afghanistan. He should take responsibility of those 13 soldiers who lost their lives. And then for them to hear this last week that the Biden administration did all they could to make certain that it was a successful withdrawal, that is a slap in their face because their loved ones aren't there. The media should also take responsibility for not holding Joe Biden accountable when this happened. But they couldn't do it because they had so much hate for Donald Trump that they wanted to cover for Joe Biden, which is the same thing that's happening now. Our country has fallen down and they will not call him out because they're afraid if we do so, Trump, everybody might run to Trump. You know, Trump, the one that they recently indicted, Alvin Bragg, on flimsy charges. This is where we are. You tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud. I'm going to pick this up on the other side of the break. Hope you come back and join me. Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natokinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the USA, so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made naturalistic ingredients of this quality separately costs over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get Spike Formula today by going to TWC.health. Outloud listeners use the code OUTLOUD at checkout for an additional discount. Go to TWC.health, promo code OUTLOUD, and get peace of mind if you're concerned about spike proteins. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. And we're back after dark with Robin Andrew. And I am discussing the failed withdrawal of the Biden administration from Afghanistan. And I'm sure you guys have noticed that I'm flying solo again tonight. Andrew had a scheduling conflict. That being said, when I get back to talking about what happened in Afghanistan, it's I I can't I, I I cannot believe it that this administration, some years later, want to blame the Trump administration for Biden's incompetence. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't say that they I, I can't believe it because this has been their mantra for quite some time now. They have always blamed Trump. 
or their shortcomings. Anytime they can't get things going, they resort to blaming Trump. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. But on this, you would think they would own up to their mistakes, but they can't and they won't. And because we don't have a media that will hold them accountable, why should they? And we've talked about this before, how the media, whose role it is to hold our politicians accountable, they don't do it. But they always want to refer back to the Constitution as to how they're in the Constitution. What good is it to have them in the Constitution and they haven't or or they aren't being truthful to their role to the American people? And this is what I, I just I don't understand that we have a functioning media that they want all of this they, they want us to 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 recognize them and they want to receive all the benefits of you know it, we're, we're the ones who are giving you the news and you guys have got to listen to us and but they are partial they don't hold political parties accountable well at least the political parties that they should they're one-sided and everything is geared toward the democrats to make them look good so how can how how can society function correctly when you have this group that has designs to promote a political party that they are affiliated with it is almost as if though they it's a cabal that they have created this cabal whereby you can't penetrate it and we're not going to allow you to if you don't think our way it's the highway how can that be why is that that is a reason why right now society is suffering that is a reason why right now all the ills of society is taking place that is a reason why right now china is colluding with the russians and with india and iran and all of our other adversaries to remove america from the top and become the leader the global leader now it might not happen uh, tomorrow the next two years or 10 years but it will happen if we don't start being honest with ourselves and calling out administrations like Joe Biden, the failed withdrawal from Afghanistan should have never happened. Should have never happened. We should have never been placed in that position because the Trump administration had already laid out the guidelines as to what needed to happen if they were going to withdraw. Had Biden not stole the election, had the media not colluded with Biden, and social media and big corporations and stole the election, this would have never happened. Now, I know talking about the election being stolen a lot is a sore topic for some. People don't want to talk about it. People are turned off by it because they want to move forward. Well, this is what the media has done. Because of the media, we're talking about this more so and telling people this is the dangers when you have someone to steal an election. These are the dangers that you encounter. People would see things differently. But the media has jumped in, and they're controlling the narrative and saying that if anyone who brings this up, you're bad. But see, this is what has happened in China and Russia and Iran, that they control their media. It is a state media. And speaking of state media, NPR, I am so glad that Twitter last week – identified NPR as a government-owned media, because it is. Your taxpayer dollars is paying to keep NPR on the air, but yet still NPR is biased. 
toward one political party, that being the Democrat Party. Whenever a Republican comes in, they're still biased towards the Democrat Party. We should stop funding NPR. There's so much we need to do with our government. We need to wake up. Because what's happening is horrible. And this is how countries fall from within. This is how governments fall from within. When you have these players who are actively working against the American people and claiming that, oh, no, we're not doing that. We're speaking the truth. We're reporting the truth. No, you're not. You're biased. And you're not holding people accountable. This can't continue. This has to end. I don't, I don't, I don't know how, how we're going to change this. What needs to happen, but it needs to happen. We need to start holding these individuals accountable. We need to make certain that the people who are in government are held accountable for the things that they have done. And so far, this administration has not been held accountable. The media won't do it. Who will do it? Because they're the ones who are supposed to, as I mentioned. They're supposed to, according to the Constitution, hold our elected officials accountable. But when they themselves are embedded within those political parties, when they themselves have an axe to grind against the other political party, when they themselves have a pony in the race, why would they and how can they hold the party that they favor accountable? They won't do it. And that is the reason why, back in 2021, when Afghanistan failed, and the media said there's nothing to see here, and they moved on from the story that people just assumed, okay, there's nothing to see here, let's move on. But some years later, now people want the truth. Now the media, the liberal media, wants to hold this administration accountable. But why now, when you had all that time, when it happened, to say, wait a minute, Joe, you screw this up. Your administration screwed this up, not the Trump administration. Now they want to do it. Now they want to be Johnny Come Lately, and now they want to stand up as if they, as if though they are the keepers of the truth and hold him accountable. But you can't do it now because, see, everyone has moved on. And this is just a small inflection as to what's happening right now. That them saying, oh, no, your administration, so John Kirby, oh, well, the Biden, the Trump administration. But I dare say that after next week, people will forget about this. So the media pretending as if though they want to hold Biden accountable, that's all it is. They're pretending because they don't want you to focus on what's actually happening in the real world. So they will give you these little nuggets and say, oh, but we did hold him accountable. We did come after them. Wait, you had an entire two years to do that, but you chose not to. When it happened, you chose not to. When we saw people running toward that plane on the tarmac, we saw people falling off the airplane, and you told us what you're saying is not true, and then you moved away from the story. Now you want to come back and report on it. No, it doesn't work that way. That is the reason why President Trump said that they were the enemy of the people, and people attacked him. The media attacked him. They say you shouldn't say that. The media on both the left and the right, they said you shouldn't say that. But he was spot on because they are the enemy of the people. And we have got to start calling them out. When we play around with them, when we dance around it, when we want to be, oh, when we want to be fair, oh, we don't want to look like them. That's what they're counting on. And that's how they're able to get away with murder. That's how they were able to get away with reporting on the death of those 13 soldiers. And now they want to drag it back up and they want to see all those poor families. Well, how do you think those families were feeling 
back in 2021 when you guys decided not to report on it, decided not to report on the facts. Now you want to bring up their feelings? Now you want to say, oh my God, they feel so bad. No, they've been feeling bad since 2021 when you guys decided to shut the story down. Now you want to bring it up? Why? Why bring it up now? It's done. Yeah. The now nerd. you want to call them accountable? Oh, we found Andrew. Andrew, how are you? <laughs> Doing well. But I was just listening to what you were saying. And the nerve of this administration to have such a disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, where 13 Americans were killed. Um, so, so many of our allies were just stranded with these terrorists. And I'm sure awful things have happened to them since this withdrawal. And the Biden administration has the nerve to come out and act like this is somehow a big success for them. And anything that was bad was President Trump's fault. This administration has taken absolutely zero accountability for anything. The first time Joe Biden takes accountability will be the next time because he hasn't done it yet since he's been president of the United States. Every single thing that this administration does points the finger at Trump. Oh, this was President Trump's fault, despite inflation only being uh, like 1% when Trump was president being 8% now. They'll blame him for that. It just doesn't matter what it is. They just blame, point, and deceive the American people, and the media lets them get away with it. Well, as I said in my opening, they will blame Trump for all the ills of the world. And because they have managed to shape the story, to shape the narrative, whereby it negatively reflects on Trump, that they're getting away with it. Everything that has happened in society, they want to blame Trump. Like I said, he's like a lightning rod. You mention his name and boom, there it is. And you can say the same thing, or some did say the same thing about Hillary Clinton, but I would submit to you the difference is that Trump got things done. Hillary Clinton didn't. The only thing she was able to do was to continue to divide us and cause a wedge. Trump got things done, but it's just unfortunate that the media, the enemy of the people, have managed to turn him into this boogeyman. And I mean, sometimes he doesn't help because he doesn't know when to stop, but doesn't make a difference because I'd rather a person to come out and be boisterous or loud or a bull in a china shop and to get things done, things that are helping me, than to give me a pack of lies and continue to destroy me, which is what this administration under Joe Biden has done. And it was evident, again, when I said during the first hour or the first segment of the show, that when John Kirby was speaking to the reporters, Joe Biden was secretly trying to leave the White House so that he could avoid them. Trump would have never done that. He's, I'm up in your face. I'm at the top. I can take the questions. Even when some of his staffers said, oh, don't talk, don't talk. He's like, nope, I'm at the top. The buck stops with me. And you got to respect that because that's what a true man is like. A true man takes responsibility for his mistakes. A true man is not afraid to go out and face the mob. And I tell you, Trump was constantly facing a mob. Right or wrong, it's like, I'm going out there. Put, throw me in the middle of it. He never shirked his responsibilities the way this administration and Joe Biden has done. Whenever they get in a, top, a tight spot, 
oh, well, let's just blame Trump and we can get out of it. And if we blame him, the media will run with it, which is what the media did September, I'm sorry, August of 2021. They went ahead and they blamed Trump and then, okay, we can move on now. And now we're in drill. They want to talk about it. Now they want to say Joe is not being truthful. Now they want to call out John Kirby. Oh, he's just standing there lying. How could he? What do you mean? That's all this administration ever does is lie. They lie about everything. They lied about COVID. They lie about censoring conservatives. They lied about the Russia collusion. Lie after lie after lie after lie. Why should we even trust them? Why should we believe anything that's coming out of this administration? Why should we? They do nothing but lie. And it's unfortunate that these lies has catapulted them to the top of everything. And then you have young people. Oh my God, our young people, they, <laughs> they're completely, they've completely been screwed over because they don't realize what's happening. And they will be the generation that will cause America to collapse. And then they will look back and go, oh, what, what happened? Well, they were stoned, miseducated, not aware of the real affairs of the world as to what's happening, thinking that it's all about them and no one else. I can get on TikTok and I can say this, whereas life is moving on. Reality is moving on. Cause and effect. And your actions have consequences. And what happened in Afghanistan in 2021 definitely has consequences. What happened then and the lack of response from this administration gave us Russia and Ukraine. The lack of response from this administration is going to probably give us China and Taiwan. The lack of response from this administration has given us Iran attacking Israel, Iran sending firebombs to Syria. The lack of response from this administration allowed a Chinese balloon to move across continental United States. And then you want to tell me that Joe is the best president for this time? I don't think so. He's the worst. But I guess he is the best if you want the country to collapse. Folks, you tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew. And as you see, I located Andrew. We'll be back after commercial break. Thank you. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? 
Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and we're continuing our discussion on the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan and the Biden administration's reaction. You know, I was watching uh, John Kirby give a press conference the other day about this, and um, Peter, the guy from Fox News, Peter Ducey, actually confronted him about the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, saying, how can you guys be proud of this? We had 13 American soldiers die. We had people um, hanging on to the airplanes, falling off. I mean, this was a desperate, nasty situation that the Biden administration put us in. And he said, how are you guys proud of this? And John Kirby comes back and he says, you bet we're proud of this. We did a great job. It's like, what in the heck is this administration seeing that no one else apparently sees? And uh, as we said all the way back then, we are not going to forget the 13 dead soldiers that died. We're not going to forget our allies that were abandoned, like a guest on our show, Fanu Malat's uh, parents, who were in literal hiding from the terrorists because uh, their son was um, supportive to the American government, and he's now over here, but... Uh, his parents were still stuck in Afghanistan. There's so many consequences for so many. And then we all know about the worst part of the withdrawal, as far as I'm concerned, uh, besides the 13 dead American soldiers, was the ammunition and the supplies that the ta Taliban and the terrorists were able to acquire on our taxpayer dimes. I mean, we pretty much funded these terrorists an entire army. They've got um, Hummers, they've got all the guns and ammunition that you would ever need. It's just crazy to me that this Biden administration could be that incompetent. I mean, we knew they were bad, but this was just another level. And this is probably the biggest black eye on the Biden administration in their first four years. And Rob, there's been a lot of them. Yeah, there's been a lot of black eyes. And I was just looking here. It said that in a sign of the administration's priorities, the name Trump is mentioned 14 times while accountable appears just once. And even then, it isn't referenced to the U.S. taking responsibility for anything. Just, just imagine that. And they're right up as to leaving Afghanistan 
They mentioned Trump's name 14 times. They want that in the records. For no other reason than to blame Trump for their incompetence, for what they did. This has to all be corrected. It has the, the record has to be set straight that this administration was one of the worst administrations ever to occupy the White House. Joe Biden and his diversity and equity team were complete incompetent, completely out of their league from every cabinet member on down. Yes, I said every cabinet member on down, that including the blacks, the whites, the women and the men and the trans, whatever you want to call it, completely incompetent. This is a joke. A complete joke. And anyone who latched their wagon or hitched their wagon up against it in this administration, you too are completely incompetent. John Kirby, I'm sorry, because you seem like a bright man. But to go before the American people and to lie and to say that you're proud, you bet we're proud of what happened. How can you say that with a straight face when we know that 13 soldiers lost their lives? People were gleaning on, holding on to an airplane as it went down the tarmac for dear life because they did not want to be left behind because they knew what was in store for them. And as Colonel Julie Hall said, when she appeared on our show when this happened, where are the women rights groups? Where, where, where were they? Where was their outrage after they promised to stand with the women of Afghanistan to make certain that they got a good education, to make certain that they were treated fairly? Well, I'll tell you where those women were. They were out there trying to find men to say that they were women. They're out there trying to find a man with a stick between his legs to say, oh, no, this is actually a woman. This is a real woman. You shouldn't even have to put the word real in front of it to qualify it because a woman is just a woman and it's not a man. I don't care how many times you change your uh, – mutilate your gender, I mean, mutilate your uh, genitalia, you're still not a woman. But see, the Biden administration was focusing on that along with the media as opposed to saying we screwed up. And now the media wants to come back and try to hold them accountable? I don't think so, Andrew. It's all smoke screens and mirrors. They want you to think that. They want you to think that during the press conference, we came down hard on John Kirby. And we were demanding answers and we wanted this. But then within a couple of days or weeks, they'll forget all about it. And they'll go back to men can be women. They'll go back to that. They'll go back to celebrating all these major corporations that are giving men all of these sponsorships that women should have. And then you want to talk about, oh, women this. Maybe the women in Afghanistan, they're in better shape anyway because they've managed to get away from this wacky or they've managed to avoid this wacky agenda pushed on by the Biden administration. We saw ourselves what happened that fateful day. You can't cover it up. We saw it. We even saw Joe Biden, as I mentioned during the first block of the show, standing at the tarmac, looking at his watch, waiting for the soldiers to be brought down so that he could go back and have his milk and cookies. We saw that. The media told us don't believe it. No, but we saw it. It's a shame. And now some years later, you want to pretend as if though it didn't happen? You want to pretend as if though it's Trump's fault? You want to put Trump's name all in it? The record must be corrected. 
and John Kirby should come out and say, we just messed up. I mean, there were some generals at the time who went before Congress and they were saying, we warned Biden not to do this. We told him, no, this is a disastrous plan. Don't do it. But look at who they were talking to. A man who cognitively struggles. A man who thinks his wife is his sister and his sister his wife. A man who's been working with China, who's gained millions of dollars from China, he and his son, his wayward son, Hunter. Hunter isn't a boy. Hunter is a grown man. He's in his 50s. He's a grandpa. So let's stop pretending as though he's a grown man. Let's stop pretending that Joe was trying to protect his son. No, he's a grown man. And they shouldn't be in the White House. So for all you people with all this Trump hate, and it's all because the media has told you to do so. You can't think for yourselves. Four years of this country being destroyed. And it's going to take decades to bring it back. Decades. And the only thing the media has to do or should do is to hold these people accountable. Hold the Biden administration accountable. That's all you have to do is just to hold them accountable. I say, okay, let's just stop focusing on Trump. We gave you too much cover. You're responsible for this. And then, oh, with the media, they were mad because Joe wouldn't answer their questions. Were they mad or were they glad? And if they were mad, how long is that going to last? Like for a second? And then they'll move on to something different? They should be calling him out and saying, well, maybe he should have had a cognitive test. Maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. But they won't. I mean, if they were to get rid of him, you'll have Kamala Harris. Don't they like her? No. They would rather this country fall down and be destroyed. They would rather that this great country that has gone through so much be destroyed I mean, George Washington once said when he was leaving the office, stay out of foreign affairs. And some look at it and say, oh, that's a bit impossible because we're all interconnected. And okay, I get it. But it seems to me, Andrew, now, at this point in time in our history, well, we're not staying out of foreign affairs, but we are isolating ourselves from the rest of the world. At a sense that what we're doing now in our society, with our culture, no other country is doing it. They have denounced it and they say that we're completely batshit crazy. Focusing on identity as opposed to focusing on what really matters. Softening our men and trying to toughen up our women. Women aren't going to go to war to fight because the first thing they'll say is, I'm a female. I've got to reproduce. I've got children. Now, there are some that will go, but the, for the majority, no. But our young people, they don't see that because they think that they're invincible. Oh, no, we can do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but would you have gone to Afghanistan to serve? A majority of the people who went there, they went there. Some of them, the ones who died, they weren't even born. 
when this conflict started. And if they were, they were babies. And then just to dismiss them? So Cavalier, oh, okay, yeah, they died. Let's move on. And that's what happened, Andrew, when this took place in 2021. We spoke about this. That's what happened. It was dismissed, and we moved on to the next order of business. And now you want to pretend as if though you're so concerned. Now you want to pretend as if though you want to hold Joe Biden accountable. Now you want to pretend as if though he's not answering your questions. Now you want to pretend as if though, oh, they're just obfuscating. When you had almost two years to constantly keep this in the front of the media, which is what we did. I mean, you look at some of our shows, our podcasts, and we were constantly, we're constantly talking about this. And all the media is, oh, oh my God. It's not truthful. It's fake. It's just like everything else that they put out is fake. They don't care. Just a moment of accountability, so they say, with this administration, but they, they could care less. They'll move on to the next order of business. They'll move on to something different. But they want you to think they're, they're concerned. I mean, we diminished ourselves that day on the world stage. We made ourselves look like idiots. And then leaving those poor people there to fend for themselves after we told them, oh, stand up against this government, stand up. I mean, and that's the other thing that I don't get because we, we're constantly telling them to stand up and you got to go against the government. But when we do it here, it's always oh, insurrection. Oh, this is wrong. Oh, how could you do this? Oh, my God. Look at Jan 6. But we're telling other countries to do it. We are no better. Look at, look at what we're doing right now. We're trying to imprison Joe Biden's political opponent. We're trying to imprison the person because we don't want him to run. And we're, they're thinking, yeah, yeah, let him run. Because if he does run, we can just keep mentioning his name and people get mad and the media will be behind us and they'll say that he's a bad person. When in essence, when this man was in office, as I said in the first block, there was nothing but success. We weren't in war. We were revered. North Korea was checked. Iran although they're always wayward. China was afraid. Russia was afraid. And all the times they said, oh, there was Russia collusion, but yet still, Putin never invaded another country when Trump was in office. Why didn't he? You would think he would have just moved right on in in Ukraine and took over, but he didn't. But under Bill Clinton, George Bush too, and Barack Obama, look at the moves that Putin made. He didn't fear them because they were all beta males. He knew they weren't going to do anything. But with Trump, the person that they claim, oh, he's going to start us in World War III, didn't happen. They feared him. They don't fear Joe Biden. And they're counting on our lackadaisical, good-for-nothing, enemy-of-the-people media, American journalist, to help them out. Because they know that they're not going to hold this administration accountable. Why would they? And then you have all these Gen Zers and Gen Xs and Gs. They don't have a clue as to what's happening. They're getting a second-rate education. <laughs> and to think they're going to be our future leaders. Oh, my God, that's scary. That is extremely scary. And I know people say, well, we need a young – when you think about it, we need young people into government uh, – 
we don't need this generation the baby boomers to be at the top anymore maybe maybe we do maybe we do need them there <laughs> yeah. because they have an insight as to what's happening andrew yeah we absolutely do um i don't know how it is out there but it's just to drift switch topics slightly, but I work with a lot of parents and man, to hear what goes on in these schools anymore, it sounds like that these school boards think that they want to raise your kids instead of you raising your kids. I mean, there was an incident I heard about a couple of weeks ago where these kids got in trouble for uh, drinking and the pictures swirled around from a party and, uh, the school punishes the kids, but they didn't even call and notify the parents that they had proof that their kids were at a drinking party. I mean, this is just nuts that they think that they are going to come in and raise your kids. And we've talked about this time and time again. Just one of the many problems we've had with this Biden administration and the radical changes he is making to our country. Very radical changes. Very radical changes, and people are completely oblivious. Right. Rob, as a parent, wouldn't that infuriate you if, say, this, it was a situation where uh, this guy's kid was on the track team, and there was a picture of his daughter going around at a party. So the high school comes in, and they suspend her from the track team for the rest of the season. But the only reason that her dad found out about it is because she told him. The school never called and told them that there's pictures of her daughter going around drinking. Instead, they thought they'd just handle it themselves. Well, that's 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 the problem. <laughs> that therein lies the problem, and that is the reason why Joe wants to push this early early childhood education so they can have access to our children a lot earlier on because they think that they should be raising our children. And that the parents can't. As I mentioned, this whole thing with the parents' rights bill that the Republicans are putting up there, that shouldn't even exist because we know that parents have these rights. But just like everything else with this administration, they want to take it from you and they want to control it. They want to control the way we think. They want to control every aspect of our lives and they keep getting it wrong. And if we had an honest media, they would report on it to the people and say, folks, wake up. This is not good. This is what has happened in so many other countries when the government takes control. And as Ronald Reagan said, when you see the government coming, there is a problem because they have no good intentions for you. And that is the reason why Afghanistan took place. Because they thought they knew more than anyone else. And what was it that the the former uh, defense secretary, I think it was Robert Gates, said? And he, he says this all the time, and the media, again, plays it down, that Joe Biden has been wrong on every foreign affair issue since he has been in government, has completely been wrong. And the media, well, no, actually what he was saying was, it's like, no. And if we had an honest media, they would point on it and say, guys, we need to beware because he's wrong. Even John McCain has said about the Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, that this man should not be let anywhere near government. But yet still Biden made him Secretary of State because he was also the chairman of Biden's foundation, the foundation that gave money to that uh, China gave money to millions of dollars. And no one wants to call this out. The media is just sitting there watching all this take place, won't call it out at all. And then we're supposed to think that these people know what they're doing? Absolutely not, Andrew. So this whole thing with them being upset over this report that Biden uh, uh, put out, 
Don't believe it. It's only for the moment. Because a day or two later, they'll move on, giving him more cover, Andrew, and that is wrong. Yes, you hit the nail on the head. It's hard to believe, but we're out of time already. Another short show for me. Rob did a great job steering the ship. Thank you, Rob. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora. Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to americaoutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.